Welcome back to the Alpha Rhythm and Friends podcast. This month, I had the great pleasure of sitting down to chat with Irie with releases on gold fat, influenza, Celsius, Focus, and Pilot. It's easy to forget that Irie has only been releasing drum and bass for a year now. His very first release, Fragments, was uploaded to UKF. He has continued to make waves ever since. It has been an absolute joy to get to know this bright and kind soul. I'm very happy to present to you my chat with Irie. Hello and welcome to the Alpha Rhythm and Friends podcast. My name is Michael, aka Alpha Rhythm, and I'm here with Sasit, aka Irie. Hey, how's it going, man? Going good, brother. I'm really glad to be here. We've been communicating for almost a year or so now, and we've, we've uh, gotten close with each other. We've, we've started working together as well. So I'm really honored to be uh, sharing this podcast with you. Yeah, you know, not to go off on a tangent right away because <laughs> I didn't even have this question written down, but that reminds me, do you remember how we first started talking? Cause someone asked me the other day and I couldn't remember for the life of me how we started talking originally. Um, I think it, it started with you uh, supporting my music uh, okay. as, 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 as it's, it is the case most of the time. Uh, I think you played uh, away from you. Uh, which which was the first song uh, that was released on uh, influencer media okay and uh, that's how we started talking uh, gotcha. we got we, we became friends on facebook and uh, i think we got together on instagram as well so through social media basically right through right. the podcast yeah yeah i just couldn't remember you know i've i've met so many people over the past couple of years and and i always say kind of i think one of the uh silver linings of covid is I don't know my my base like my my friends within drum and bass you know has grown so much um yeah and getting to meet people like you it's just fantastic man it's just awesome but a lot of times I'm like oh yeah I remember how I met that person or this person and and it is usually yeah through the podcast and in social media and and uh you know it's kind of a double-edged sword because I think there's a lot of bad things that go with social media but it's awesome to get to connect I like I, you know, people are like, oh, delete your Facebook. And I'm like, yeah, but, uh, and I, cause I want to, <laughs> but then, you know, there's the friendships <laughs> yeah. that I've made too. Um, I think it's about finding a balance there. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I was just wondering, I was like, how, how did we meet? So, so uh, that is, that is basically how we met. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome, man. So how's everything yeah. over in Sri Lanka? How's, how's life? I think, uh, you've had um, some big changes recently, right? Yeah. So, I got married uh, to the love of my life, uh, Bimanti. So she's over there watching the television right now. <laughs> and uh, we got married on 23rd of December, which happens to be a very special day for uh, Mr. Alpha as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's my anniversary as well. That's anniversary funny. as well. So we're basically going to be anniversary buddies till we die. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, uh, just got married. We moved to a new place. Um, we're actually recording uh, the podcast from the new place. Uh, we moved in about three weeks back. Um, it was a little bit around, uh, to be honest, because we had to uh, get the place in order, um, buy stuff, um, and uh, get everything in order because we had tons of uh, belongings uh, that was directly shipped from our homes <laughs> to this new place. 
so we had to uh, put them in place and get uh, and clean everything basically and uh, moving so we did that for almost a week week and a half or so and uh, making music during that time was a little bit off i would say at least for a month or so i was away from music which was good uh, for me as well because um it's a distraction and uh, distractions keep you going because uh, if you if you keep on making music eventually it's it's going to burn you out so you might mm. need to uh, space things a little bit as well so i got the opportunity to uh, travel around with my wife we went to the hill country and uh, we even hiked the uh, we did a sunrise hike as well uh, we wo- we woke up at around 3 uh, 3 am in the morning and we started climbing around 3:30 and uh, it's all for the view though the view is amazing so yeah it was a fun fun month or so and back to the grind uh, so we started uh, both of our work uh, at this new new place uh, she does uh, choreography and um, i work full time and uh, also make music as well. so we both started our uh, lives together so yeah that's great that's awesome uh, i can relate Thank with you. with a lot of that you know finding the balance just like what i was talking about with social media like yeah. spending all day on facebook is bad and comparing yourself to others and whatever you know there's a lot of unhealthy habits that can go with social media um exactly but there's good things there too and the same with music and work and now you're married i can i can relate with trying to find the balance there um and knowing when to step back and take a break uh exactly. it can be really really good musically for any any form of art to step away for a minute uh and i yeah. found myself doing that i even messaged marco over at focus a month or so ago and said hey i'm kind of in a rest mode right now i i'm just taking a, a little bit of a break i'm not done but we've got this ep coming out and i just need to not write yeah. music for like a month um because yeah. I was sitting down and I was trying to force it and when you get to that point as a musician or 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 a dancer or anything when you're trying to force art it it's not um it, it's not I don't think it's a healthy thing to do um Yeah most definitely So the burnout is real I mean mm. if you if you if you burn yourself out you're going to uh, lose inspiration you're going mm-hmm. to lose the passion uh, i mean basically we are we are making a genre that is purely based on passion um so it's important for us to step back and relax and come back instead of like trying to push music all the time right because uh, i mean the details can inspire you as well i mean i've been to the mountain so it's a lot of inspiration uh, experiencing the natural beauty mm-hmm. um seeing things seeing uh, the sunrise um and uh, exploring new places uh, inside sri lanka so uh, it's it, it was uh, a, a great time to be honest to step back and relax and come back with uh, new inspirations yeah absolutely that 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 sounds great i just thought of uh my wife and i got up on our honeymoon which was in you know croatia uh we were in uh, tisno which is where hospitality on the beach was supposed to be we spent a week there because we were supposed to be attending and i was supposed to be playing hospitality on the beach but obviously that didn't happen but we did get up one morning and because tisno's an island off of croatia uh cuz croatia it faces west and you can only see sunsets but we were on an island yeah. 
and we, we could actually go to the one side of the island that faces east. So we got up one morning at like 3 or 3.30 and walked to the one side of the island and we watched the sunrise and then we fell asleep on the beach because we were so tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then we slept on the beach until about 8 and then went swimming. So it was, it was fun. But yeah, that, that's a good way to recharge, you know, in nature. Uh, it sounds like you're much the same way, getting out in that stillness, especially for what we do with the liquid, yeah. uh, more melodic. Um, you know, your stuff is obviously very inspired by, you know, your country and and by just, you know, you look at the the artwork on, on your Gold Fat EP, for instance. There, yeah, there's obvious yeah. inspirations from that. Um, so Most definitely, yeah. Uh... Even with the tracks that that were included in in that single, so Ashrama was pretty much what was the artwork uh, depicted. Um, just wanted to uh, provide that feeling. When you look at the artwork, you 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 sense what is included, uh, which was the the kind of vibe that I was aiming for as well. And uh, Johnny might kiss. Uh, gave me the freedom to do so as well. He gave me the opportunity to maybe collaborate with a few photographers in Sri Lanka. Um, I, I had a friend, uh, I have a friend uh, who does landscape photography. So um, he helped me out with a few pictures and I sent them to Johnny and we went back and forth and decided uh, to use the mountain um, uh, as, as uh, the, the, the picture to be used on, on the artwork. Um, so hopefully, uh, uh, for the next uh, next releases, uh, I would do something similar. But but it depends again on the vibe that I'm that I'm going to portray to, through the music. Um, so that is kind of how how, how the, the the digitization and and the artwork aspect comes into life as well. Because most of the time, it, there's definitely a story or a direction that I've taken uh, in terms of creating the music piece. Most definitely, there's a story. Uh, attached to uh, each of the track. Um, I mean, it could be based on inspiration. It could be based on um, based on an experience that you uh, come across, or else uh, it could be something that you watched online or read somewhere. Uh, so, based on which I kind of uh, create the track and uh, stick my own story to it. Uh, and so, hopefully, based on based on those stories that I've created, uh, the artwork will come into life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, man, that's that single is so good. And I continue to play both of those tracks to this day. And the songs. Thank do, you so much. I know it's kind of a cliche, but the songs do tell a story like by the end of uh, Asrama, uh, the it just comes to this kind of peak. Um, cause yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, the second drop, is it 90? Is it 96 bars? Um, 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 I think so. <laughs> I think it because you know a lot of times for for anyone listening who isn't aware, a lot of times drum and bass you have sixty four bar drops. That's pretty standard, I'd say. But I feel like the second drop, if I and I might be mistaken, but I've DJed that song a lot. So, <laughs> um, and I've been putting it in a lot of mixes. Like recently, I've been doing a lot of promo mixes for you know my new EP, and I've been using that in almost every mix. And the way it just continues to build and build until just you reach this kind of peak. And, and it almost reminds me of that mountain, right? And that's, um, yeah. 
it just really reaches this emotional climax that is just beautiful man it's just i absolutely love that track i mean i love all your tracks don't get me wrong but but there's something very very special about the story that that track tells uh, that really resonates with me and i'm sure a lot of other people uh, on a deep there's emotional a, level uh, i guess there's a little bit of spirituality attached to the track as well because i've used a lot of uh, elements from uh, buddhist culture mm. uh, the south asian culture uh, Buddhist chants, the Om sound, mm -hmm. uh, practically plays on at uh, the beginning of each bar. So, so there's a lot of elements that have been borrowed from uh, South Asia, basically. So that itself uh, might be a contributing factor towards why it's sounding a little bit spiritual in that sense. Because I intended to do do so uh, in the track as well. But then again, the samples that I've uh, accumulated throughout the track uh, has has really uh, helped me to create that that whole atmosphere um, about this 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 monastery uh, mm. that I'm trying to tell the story about. Yeah, and, and that's actually, I, and maybe I should have looked this up, but and and sorry if i pronounce anything wrong because obviously i'm an american yeah. but it, uh, is it uh, ashram or ashram that is it, it that's ashram it's basically it's ashram i mean it's english basically when it's translated so pronunciation is forgiven for anybody <laughs> uh, well, well yeah. my question is uh, sorry if i i again if i mispronounce anything but i think it's indian and an ashram yeah, or yeah, ashram. yeah is that yeah, is that yeah. basically the same thing um is that yeah it's the same thing yeah okay okay the same um, thing, yeah yeah because uh, uh, there's a song by clute which is called uh, ashram or, or uh, ashram uh, again i'm not sure but that's a buddhist temple right is that is that yeah, what that is? yeah okay yeah. it's it's a temple or it could be a monastery Okay. Um, a place with a with a, with a spiritual uh, upbringing, basically. Okay. All right. Uh, and part of my ignorance again, but so do you speak Indian or do you only speak? Because obviously you speak English, and in India they speak English too. But yeah. other than English, what language? What language do you speak? Uh, Sinhala. Uh, okay. which is which is the which is the mother tongue of Sri Lanka. So okay. We have a separate language which is not in India. It's only found in Sri Lanka. So we, it could be a, a, a dying language one day because <laughs> uh, it's being only used in uh, Sri Lanka. But uh, the Sinhalese language uh, is obviously having elements which are borrowed from India. Mm -hmm. um, so basically it's the same area and and we are closely tied to uh, the indian culture as well so right, yeah right okay yeah i was just i and again i was talking to my wife about this stuff the other day she's learning albanian right now um yeah which is another really you know it's not a language you learn to use in a lot yeah, of countries exactly <laughs> exactly um but i was and i was wondering i said wonder what other language irie speaks because obviously you know i'm just some dumb american that only speaks english and and my wife is she knows all these languages and you know all these exactly. languages and <laughs> i'm just like oh i just feel uh, sometimes i feel uh, stupid compared to you guys but <laughs> that's another topic for another day um so i i've got some questions from from people on youtube and, and patreon and oh, this nice. one kind of ties into what we were just talking about uh it's from awesome sauce and <laughs> he was wondering how you discovered drum and bass uh in sri lanka you know i imagine that drum and bass isn't the biggest thing in sri lanka and uh probably <laughs> not easy to discover so he was just wondering how you came about discovering it 
So I uh, I think I should start with uh, how I started making electronic music. That was back in 2012 when I entered university. Um, and one of my friends called Danish. Uh, so he's in UK as well right now. Um, so he uh, he showed me this track called Get Up, which was a collaboration that Skrillex did with uh, the metal band Korn. I used to be, I, I'm still a huge uh, metal fan so, and I used to absolutely hate electronic music uh, back in the day because um, I couldn't resonate with it and uh, none of my classmates listened to it. So there's no inspiration for me to at least give it a shot. Uh, but uh, so this track came into uh, existence in our lives and we started uh, listening to, uh, so we, we obviously downloaded the album. Uh, which was called uh, The Path of to- Totality. And through that album, uh, there were collabs uh, that they did with uh, Noisia, uh, Feed Me, uh, 12th Planet, uh, all, the, all the drum and bass and dubstep uh, guys who, who, who were on the peak at that moment. Um, uh, Alvin Risk was there. Uh, I think Noisia did two tracks with them and Skrillex about two. And um, I can't remember the name of the other guy. Uh, Kill the Noise is the, is the mm, other guy. Yep. So all these guys were involved with that album. And uh, I was immediately inspired because uh, I understood how metal music could be fused um, sl- seamlessly with, with uh, electronic music because uh, I used to be, because uh, I'm a huge metal fan. And it sounded cool in my head. So, so I, I did a little bit of research and uh, discovered Skrillex. Um, so that's that's when I started uh, getting inspired to make electronic music. Started downloading all his albums, I listened to uh, Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, um, and was immediately inspired and started uh, started doing my own research. Uh, downloaded FL Studio, um, watched a bunch of YouTube tutorials, and started uh, to slowly make dubstep. Um, and uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of four, at least four years, uh, I was actually uh, pretty good at it as well. I got on EDM.com about a, about three times uh, with uh, dubstep tracks and um, uh, collaborated uh, with a few uh, local musicians as well, got played on BBC Asian Network. Um, so all these things were happening. Uh, and uh, But by then, I, I was feeling a little bit uh, outgrown. Um, of dubstep because uh, basically because it was the same sound being rinsed all over again um uh, it wasn't that innovative when it was uh, how it was back in 2011 and uh, towards 2015 2016 it, it got a little bit stale mm. uh sounded the same to me and uh, i lost a little bit of interest in making dubstep and i was looking for other genres uh that would interest me uh, and I came across Hardstyle. I made a couple of tracks, Hardstyle uh, hard tracks as well. Uh, tried a little bit of um, uh, Trance, um, released one song or so, uh, and, um, and then came across Drum and Bass. Um, so the first Drum and Bass song that I heard was uh, Watercolor by Pendulum. Mm, yes. Uh, so I discovered Pendulum after basically uh, uh, half a decade after they disbanded. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that itself is evident to how, how late certain things are uh, to travel into certain places of the world. Mm, yeah. Um, so I discovered Pendulum and I was immediately hooked um, to the genre because I, I could relate to drum and bass more than I did to uh, dubstep because obviously 
drum and bass could be considered as the metal genre of electronic music i mean it's it's up there it's up front and it's fast paced uh, the breaks it's very uh, natural uh, in terms of uh, how it sounds and people can basically a drummer can comprehend uh, how it sounds uh, so uh, i was inspired by pendulum and started making drum and bass uh, in 2016 um and uh, since 2016 i've been making um neuro for the most part cuz cuz that was the end that i was exposed to mm-hmm. through pendulum and then later to noisia and um, all these neuro acts which are out there so i was inspired to make neuro back then but um i wasn't actually hitting uh, where i wanted to hit um and i was kind of secluded uh, from the real drum and bass scene which I'm a part of right now um and i had a couple of releases on uh, on a few labels as well which are which are not typically drum and bass labels per se um and they are not basically a part of uh, the drum and bass scene right now as well so i had a few releases but they weren't that prolific or something to be proud of i always wanted to um be nolled in in in, uh, in a place where where the space for me to get in touch with the real the, the actual drum and bass scene uh, which you and i are, uh, you and i are both part of now and uh, so i i continued my grind and uh, later on in uh, when the when the pandemic hit uh, i had the opportunity to assess myself and see uh, see where i can um, go and uh, and by that time i met andre as well uh, human nature uh, i did a long post on uh, drum and bass hits uh, posted one of my songs and asked for feedback and there was like a proper shit storm of people uh, giving me advice uh, and uh, telling me to do this and that and this and that and andre was then he he i pinned me and um, and i was introduced to uh, dmb academy uh, so that was kind of my uh, my stepping stone uh, actually meeting andre and um, i started taking lessons with him as well and he exposed me to the actual scene and uh, gave gave the basic basis of um, education that i that i uh, required so badly cuz cuz till then i i i didn't have uh, uh much of a uh, formal education in terms of production till then it was basically uh, me uh, doing my own research uh, studying online or maybe looking at a tutorial and getting it done but in terms of formal uh, formal production uh, kind of an education i've never had something like that um never had invested either so I thought it was the t- right time for me to properly start learning it um and um, and take my uh my uh, career in terms of production to the next level so that's when i start, properly started um, taking things seriously and i look back uh, at uh, all the years that i spent making neuro and um, i kind of understood that my strengths lie um uh, in um, making melodies and mm-hmm. um towards the deep the liquid deep uh, the the minimal techy roller kind of a vibe um instead of pursuing it uh, in the neuro direction um so i try i decided to rebrand myself uh, i had a previous alias as well which i used for almost 6 uh, uh, to 7 years 
uh which which is called iclown uh and the name itself was a hindrance for me to progress as well uh, people say that name is not necessarily something important to make it in the drum basin but i i i strongly believe that it is mm, yeah. uh you need to have a proper name that resonates with people and and uh, and gives you that uh, vibe of a drum and bass producer mm-hmm. uh, which obviously my previous ideas didn't have so i decided to rebrand myself uh, with with iri i came up with um i think around 15 to 16 names and uh, it's basically the word healer uh, it's an anagram uh, from uh, a vedic word called aya which uh, means the healer and uh, i decided to flip it uh, to iri and uh, that's how iri was born and um, so it's been around one and a half years since, since i launched the project um and uh, basically uh, i had to do a lot of research in terms of uh, in terms of finding the perfect label uh, to pitch my music uh, um it took it, it, it took uh, almost around uh, f- four months i would say to do my research uh, and i uh, and i i came across winslow uh, i think it was his first ep um, so i i listened to winslow and i could sense that uh, the styles kind of like could, could uh, exist in the same platform and uh, the, the, if you look at his first release it was a little bit experimental and uh, a little bit upfront as well so i decided to send some uh, demos to golfen uh, so i sent uh, them demos on the demo drop link that that was on uh, the soundcloud and i took 3 uh, months for them to get back to me <laughs> uh, i had given i, I had given up uh, my hopes and i was i was basically continuously making music and uh, i didn't even know if if they would respond but the first track that i sent was actually uh, the river Uh, which mm. was a collaboration that i did with uh, bala bala mandala on headspace um, exactly yeah it later ended up on headspace and um, uh, i think it was grant yeah it was grant yeah it was grant uh, who replied and uh, so basically um, he loved the track but uh, he, he said that uh, it's not it's not the perfect fit for the label but uh, they're going to put me in touch with uh, pixies uh, marisa uh our big sister <laughs> so uh she took the track and basically released it on headspace but uh, uh but uh i had uh, one more track with me and um i immediately replied back to grant and said hey uh, i know uh, so this is going to headspace but i have one more track would you be interested in listening to it and he said yes uh, send it over and then i sent it over uh, so which happened to be fragments so that uh that was where i i got into <laughs> gold fat yeah so it 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 took me around 3 to 4 months <laughs> to get into uh, get into that roster but uh, lucky enough for me i had uh, fragments uh, as the weapon of choice for them, for me to show them so they took it uh, and then they put it on the full fat compilation mm-hmm. and later they um, offered me uh, a single as well which was released uh, last year may also yeah ever since that uh, yeah it's been a blur some of the things i can't i couldn't even believe <laughs> but uh, yeah i mean after one year here yeah that's that's awesome that's such a great story <laughs> and, and and i i think it's important to also recognize that 
you didn't just start releasing music last year because <laughs> I've yeah. heard many people say, and I've said this too, so I might be, you know, <laughs> guilty of it as well. But it's like, man, Irie's first release was on UKF, <laughs> and but yes was, and no, it was not the first release. Uh, it right. was not the not not the first demo kind of a thing that I did. I had a few tracks as well previously but i scratched them all because i felt as if there's more room to grow mm -hmm. so i kept on making music until i hit that ceiling and then only i started uh, uh, getting in touch with labels because mm -hmm. because the first impression is really important i mean Absolutely. most of the uh, I, I feel as if sometimes producers tend not to think about it much but the first impression actually matters a lot the first email the first demo that you send uh, to to a new label uh, is basically exposing yourself uh, as an artist to that label, that that ecosystem. Uh, so, so I feel as if that first email uh, carries a lot of weight uh, in terms of your direction and uh, your your future uh, with that particular label as well. So I, I took my time definitely uh, in terms of deciding what tracks should go to which labels per se. Yeah, because you, I, I. I had time to obviously do my research as well, so I I studied all these labels, the Focus uh, Focus Umbrella, and, and labels like Goldfat, Liquidity, um, Hospital, all these labels. I, I I studied the catalog and 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 I tried to understand where I could pitch my music because mm -hmm. if there's a mismatch, uh, the labels are obviously not going to uh, the, the labels are going to pass on you, no matter how much good the music is. Obviously, so I I had to do that research so that i could pitch to the correct label i think i did that perfectly uh, with goldfat um so um, i'm really happy uh, uh, to uh, for, for the opportunity that they uh, that they gave me um so yeah yeah i'm happy for you too i mean <laughs> i talk about first impressions i'm glad you mentioned that because i heard fragments and i was just like who's this guy like what like you know and and yeah. and then i saw you know working with you know marco and focus celsius influenza i saw i it would have been after fragments that you had to tune on influenza um yeah yeah ambers and echoes was that the first one there uh away from me was the first time oh, okay ambers and echoes, yeah. um but anyway, and I saw that you were releasing there and I emailed Marco and I do this all the time. He probably hates it. And I'm like, dude, this Irie guy, like, like, this is it. Like, this is keep an eye on him. Right. And Marco was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said something. I forget. He just gave me a, a quick little response because I, I do this to him all the time. <laughs> and he's yeah. probably like, stop telling me who to release. But, <laughs> um, you know, you just made such a good first impression with me. Uh, and I couldn't help but email Marco because I love Focus. I love that family of labels, and I can't. Yes. I just can't help it. But every once in a while, I'm like, dude, like, release more music by this person, please. You know, I I think I did the same thing with Subliminal. I'm like, because I I'll never forget hearing his first EP, and, and it's funny because Subliminal yeah. worked with around Andre the world, yeah. around the world, is it? Yeah. Uh, it was and the I first was just, EP. I was just like, dude, like, who is this guy and where did he come from? It, the production was so strong and, and I just loved the EP. And like you said, that first impression, <clears throat> not only with labels, but with listeners is so important. And and if I uh, can to give... Be a... honest, uh, to be honest, that was the first Liquid uh, EP that I've ever listened. 
Oh really? Subliminals, yeah, around the world. I've I've told him as well. So that was the first uh, first uh, EP that I listened to from the and, Liquid World. And it's so good. And like, yeah. it's just like, who is this guy, and where did he come from, right? And Definitely. and it's just <clears throat> it made such an impact. That's one of the reasons I wanted to start releasing on Focus, uh, is because I see so many people that <clears throat> excuse me that just hit the ground running there and and they bring through these incredible artists right uh, like subliminal like yeah. you resilient I, you know and, and it's great because i've gotten to know all of you but i see the music that that marco brings through and same with johnny i'm just like yeah. whoa like the digital native ep um there are exactly. a single you know the two the two tracks like journey through and i'm just like like where have you been my whole life more of this yeah. please you know it leaves you wanting more it, it makes me excited to hear what comes next from them whereas if someone has a lukewarm first release you're like oh yeah well i don't know um and and i i was gonna say if i can give a little advice to any aspiring producers i know a lot of people want to self-release because it's easy to do that now but i always kind of say how labels are very good quality control and if your stuff isn't quite there yet they're not going to release it and, and sometimes that's a good thing because that first impression maybe you're just not quite ready to release yet so uh, my advice for a lot of new people is like if you're not if you're not getting signed a don't give up and b maybe don't maybe don't self-release it because it's easy to throw it on Bandcamp yeah. for sale or you can release stuff on Spotify yourself. It's not hard to do, but there's a reason your music isn't getting signed. And that first impression is so important with your listeners. So, so keep refining your sound until you get to the point because a label eventually is going to recognize your sound as being strong enough to release. And then, and then I think you're ready. Um, Self-releasing can work too. You mentioned Winslow. He started off, I, I do believe, originally he was self-releasing though, and now he's on Hospital Records. So there's no yeah. correct way to go about it. Um, but but you know, you just knocked my socks off with your first release, and 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 as a DJ and as a as as a fan of drum and bass, I'm just like, Irie, yes, more of that person, you know. And the labels it obviously take notice too. Um, yeah. So. And same with Digital Native. I mean, dude released on Gold Fat, and then London Electricity was like, hey, can you remix one of my tracks, right? Yeah. Um, so first impressions are so important uh, in everything, not just music. So, um, yeah, big up, man. You're, you know, you, you really uh, have a great story. I'm really glad to be able to share it. And, and, and another example of asking for help from a professional you know this has been a consistent thing throughout the podcasts even the first podcast was with Willem who mm. kind of set me on this path and then we had exactly then we had subliminal then we had resilient and then you and the the last three artists you know have all you know had that peer that that mentorship um exactly and, with Andre, the last three, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm just advertising for for DMV Academy or, or Andre, but being able to ask for help, uh, I keep saying, especially with the pandemic, like, there's artists who instead of touring right now, they're doing one on one sessions. So exactly. there's, there's never been a better time to learn how to, to produce exactly. Um, and in terms of DNB Academy, uh, they've, they've put so much effort to um the content uh, they do quality control and obviously they have a youtube uh, community going uh, growing as well as we speak so 
there's a lot of work that has been uh, put uh, into dnb academy and um, and uh, it's basically a gold mine uh, mm-hmm. I, i would say uh, in terms of sound design i definitely hit my ceiling uh, with dnb academy cuz cuz obviously uh, that's one area that i that i really lacked um, during the past uh, past 6 to 7 years in terms of sound design in terms of learning the 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 concept behind uh, sound designing uh, and right now it's basically since i have the foundation um, uh, in terms of knowledge i can basically maneuver myself um, uh, in any any other newer vsts out there so uh, the basis or uh, the base ba- the base of knowledge is absolutely essential in terms of making drum bass specifically when it comes to sound design because obviously that's 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 a huge part of being a drum and bass producer it's not like in other genres it's not like you you it, it, it's not like making house music or uh trap music or whatever when it comes to genres like drum and bass and dubstep definitely you need to have like a like a proper sound design game going on so props to dnb academy for all the knowledge that they've given and for all the guidance that uh, andre has given not just for me uh, there's a bunch of producers out mm-hmm. there making uh, releasing good good tunes on labels i mean hoxit is one of andre's yeah. uh, students as well and uh, lenis i think used to uh, uh, be with andre as well so there's a lot of producers out there making really good quality music uh, higher than a good friend yes, nora, nora. uh joined the dmb academy at the same time period that i joined as well and now she's releasing on goldfeta as well uh, she's releasing on uh, celsius uh, influenza uh, so so there's a lot of uh, artists that have started uh, alongside me with andre uh, so i'm really grateful for dmb academy and all the support that they they're giving uh, even to this day uh, so yeah i mean it's evident that it's 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 quite okay to ask for help and Absolutely. there's 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 readily available information and people who are out there uh, to help you as well so yeah 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 so the cool yeah I, again i just think that's a great story and and i <clears throat> i can't wait to see what the future holds for for you and and for you know like i said the people that i've had, had on recently uh resilient and subliminal you all yeah. make me very excited for the future of drum and bass um cuz there is so much room to experiment and grow oh and actually that that reminds me uh that uh, of uh, another question um from patreon it says uh with your interest in pushing the boundaries of production i'd be interested to know what directions you see drum and bass moving into over this next year um is there any specific way you see yourself or or the entire genre moving over the next year or do you think in it'll be more of, of the same or um, um in terms of the genre i, I feel as if there, there's a lot of cool things going around uh, especially in the vision camp mm. uh, i feel as if imanu uh, the kakal uh, project and uh, bunshin um and um there's one more guy um i can't recall his name but 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 there's 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 a few artists who have been making real innovative drum bass gyro field is one mm-hmm. um yeah, so she she has been have been making uh, some really good music as well um 
and i feel as if um, uh, in terms of sound design um there would be much more uh, progress in, in in the drum and bass genre because last year obviously um um there was so much uh, push in terms of sound design with these guys as well so i, I kind of consider them uh, consider these guys as innovators in the drum and bass scene right now um so i feel as if inter- drum and bass would would definitely grow into um grow into um an area of um, i don't know some outer worldly uh, outer worldly uh, atmospheric something i don't know how to describe it per se in words but but i i'm definitely uh, pretty sure that drum bass would continue to evolve as it has always been mm. um and uh, in terms of uh, my my personal aspirations uh, my sound has definitely changed a lot during uh, the past few months or so um uh, i had these tracks that i that i released throughout last year uh, but at the same time i was working on uh, on uh, new tracks as well uh, so most of these tracks uh, had extensive uh, focus on uh, sound design and and i started uh, working on minimalistic uh, rollers uh, rollers as well with mm, deep yeah. and neuro influences so the sound is definitely getting a little a bit darker and underground um, and obviously I, i'm still pursuing the liquid side of uh, music as well because because there's no limitations as to where you want to be as a producer so i want to keep that um, keep that uh, sound uh, intact as well but at the same time i'm i'm trying to uh, provide some space for my, for the darker uh, darker kind of drum and bass uh, and i think um few of it would be uh, pretty evident in in my upcoming ep with goldfeather as well uh, so that's going to drop in may so most of the tracks which are involved in that ip are a little bit experimental a little bit darker than uh, what i usually made and, and a little bit hard hitting as well so uh, in terms of my personal aspirations that's kind of the direction that i've taken towards next year um but uh, like i said there's no limitations i'm i'm always always tied to Uh, the 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 liquid sound as well uh, but but i'm trying to make the liquid sound a little, a little bit cooler by 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 introducing certain sound design techniques as well granulizing is something that i that i started introducing as well um and extensive um bass work in terms of like you have the main bass but they they're supporting basses uh, which which fills fills the gaps and spaces uh, in 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 the mid range so that's kind of something that i'm that i'm uh, working on right now and uh, hopefully i don't know where it will it will it will end up uh, being uh, but but i'm definitely excited to see where where my sound grows in, into uh, next year that's awesome man i uh yeah i think that if someone asked me to describe iri there there's not one specific thing i don't i don't know what i would point to because there are things like fragments that are obviously that's that's almost in a more of an experimental sound right and then you yeah, have more yeah. traditional uh straightforward exactly. liquid stuff um yeah. and that and is I, actually that that actually happened because uh, i did my homework uh so i i have specific tracks that i send to specific labels mm-hmm. uh, uh so for goldfat i send them more experimental 
stuff or more hard hitting or more darker stuff but but in terms of the focus sound i i i understand that 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 whole uh, ecosystem so I, i i try to wish them more more traditional and more melodic uh, tracks instead of like sending them really upfront and very experimental stuff so basically that's kind of the the, the game plan that i was following last year but uh, for next for this year i mean i i still don't know because uh, because uh, some of the tracks are uh, stuck with certain labels so i'm waiting for them to reply uh, right now the the gold fat ep is pretty much um, intact and uh, it's going to get released on may other than that everything is floating around so i need to figure out things in terms of like a proper release plan uh for the next few months or so but uh yeah so that's kind of like the 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 the, the plan in terms of like a release schedule or something yeah awesome well I, i really look forward to to seeing how that all comes together so uh i, I have a question in from zed piano and he asks how you usually uh come about with your collabs he was wondering specifically about the alium collab how that came about um is there any um any do you seek out artists to collab with or do they just come up casually in conversation or uh they casually come up on conversation to be honest because i know connor uh, he sees from dnb academy as well by the way so we've been in touch ever since uh, i started uh, with the new alias um and uh, he sent me a bunch of stems uh, um, uh, uh, so that's basically how the collab started and i just uh, finished it off uh, we sent it back and forth uh, had a little bit of discussions as to uh, things would go or what elements need to be added to the track and so on uh, we spent a fair bit of time finding the perfect vocal mm. uh, we 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 were we were um, going back and forth uh, to decide whether to get a proper vocalist to do vocals or ba- basically to uh, have have samples on the song so but, but we ended up f- uh, finding the perfect sample uh that is being used on the track right now uh so that's how uh, the alien collab uh, came into place it was basically very remote we didn't have zoom conversations mm. i just uh, he uh, we, we just did our own thing and then uh, it all came came about together uh, pitched it to uh, marco uh, for our luck he had one slot available uh, on the infinite ep <laughs> so that's how it got into uh, the focus uh, focus va awesome yeah that's such a strong track on a really strong ep uh you probably know i just love the the resilient song on that yeah that EP is, most definitely oh man <laughs> i think that's just one of my favorite songs ever and uh the whole ep is just vibes <laughs> and uh yeah what well, hawks heats on there obviously with yeah Infinite and yeah yes. there's really 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 strong uh presence on there so yeah big up that that's awesome any uh collabs obviously we have a collab uh you know that that's yes, coming we out do. and, and <laughs> well i what, depending on when this podcast comes out the, the collab will yeah. have just dropped or or be just about to drop uh any other collabs you can talk about in in uh coming out in 2022 um, yeah so this one collab uh, i worked with uh, note and balamandala uh so notice uh, another uh, fellow artist uh, uh from the goldfat roster um he uh, he has this very jazzy uh, very organic feel that i'm a huge fan of so i hit him up i asked him if if he had uh, anything f- uh, to collab 
and he sent me four stems about four to five stems and and um, i felt as if there was space for us to um, start making something so we used those stems and started uh, putting uh, putting a structure together i did a bunch of sound design made a few bases made a basic structure and sent it to him and then he worked uh, remotely as well um and we got in together uh, uh, on a couple of zoom sessions as well uh, to basically to uh, organize a structure and um, uh, decide uh, what bass sound comes where because i made made a bunch of basses uh, like a like a like as much as i could possibly so i put them all into a zip and send it to note so we decided what element should come to where um and later we sent it to bala who worked on uh, the vocals it sounds really awesome uh, we both are excited to um uh, pu push for for a release i think most probably at the end of this year it it will be released as well and um have a couple of tunes that i worked with pixies um we just now finished the second track uh, uh, i think yesterday we finished the second track so there's two tracks we're trying to pitch it to a label and get it released as well obviously we have tracks uh, we have plans uh, for this year as well in terms of uh, i don't know if it's too soon for us to say anything but but definitely yeah, we'll, this is not the only track <laughs> we are yeah yeah we'll, we'll have more <laughs> more for people later this year hopefully yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah so this is not the, the this is not the the last track for this year by both of us so that's on the works as well and then i think uh, there's another producer called historia um mm. a new guy uh, but he has a really polished sound uh, he's he's not out there uh, as yet but uh, most probably this year he will be because he has he has a few releases um, um that that will be released on uh, on a few uh, labels as well um so i had uh, i had uh, three tracks that i produced with him one of them uh, was actually uh, pitched to a label and they, they they kind of agreed to release it for us but the uh, the other two we pitched it again to uh, to another label so we actually um, trying to see where we can uh, get these tracks released as well but uh, would be on the same ecosystems that that we've been uh, that i've been working on so far so that that's in the works as well and um uh, just give me a second i'm i'm running i'm i'm actually uh, trying to open my release schedule because i don't <laughs> want to miss anybody um i don't want to miss anyone uh, so you sound like me, me someone asked me if i could do a collab the other day and i was like yeah maybe probably hopefully and then i started thinking about all the collabs i had going i was like exactly. well, I have a I have a collab. I was I was like, well, I have one with Pixis and one with Irene. One with... I'm trying to finish all these collabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I actually started exactly. thinking about and I'm like, holy cow, I have so many collaborations going <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's the same case with me as well. I have a huge backlog. I'm actually trying to finish one by one. So I have one with Crash Comet. Uh, mm. Oh, awesome. Release, uh, who had a release on Liquidity. Uh, and so his it, differential EP exactly the differential so EP as well so, so we are we are producers from the same region so we, we have to look after each other so mm -hmm. we've been talking uh back and forth as well uh, i really love him i really love his music as well he's a great guy um uh, and uh, hopefully we would meet in india hopefully in this mm -hmm. year uh so 
I have a collab with Crash Comet, and then there's another producer from uh, India called Yukato. He had a release on Ram very recently. Um, so he's just 21, but he's phenomenal. I think he's the next big story uh, uh, in South Asian drum and bass. Um, he had a, a couple of Ram releases, and then he had a release on the Ram VA as well. Uh, so there's a, there's a collab that I'm working on with Yukato as well. And then uh, I have a collab with Luciano, which I have to finish. Oh, awesome. Um, uh, awesome. And then with uh, Astriox, there's another track uh, that I need to finish. And then there's one more with Osmani Sounds. I don't know if you're familiar with the Nasha experience. Uh, so th- uh, these guys are uh, based on UK, but they make drum and bass uh, with inspirations to the South Asian, the classical um, aspects of South Asian music so uh, i have a i have a track with osmani uh, as well which i'm working on right now so there's a bunch of collabs that i need to uh, finish off within this year uh, hopefully i'll get to release them as well um it's not actually a bunch it's it's more than a bunch it's like, a, <laughs> like a, <laughs> i don't know it's like like a buttload of tracks that i need to uh, finish off so yeah i mean in terms of collaborations this year is a really really nice year i got to mm-hmm. i got to work with a lot of producers and i'm enjoying the process as well uh, oh uh, there's a nilver a nilver collaboration that i'm oh, awesome. supposed to work on as well so awesome. that's in the works as well so there's a lot of <laughs> lot of collaborations i just need to find time and janaka uh, selector um so he he's he's a sri lankan uh sri lankan drum and bass producer who's in uk so he was in san francisco before uh, and he has the same sound uh, in uh, the, the same south asian inspired drum and bass sound so there's a there's a there's a minimalistic roller that i'm working on with him uh, which which needs to be finished as well so i don't know i don't know how i'm going to finish all these collabs within this year but yeah <laughs> Yeah, I uh yeah, I think I managed to mention everybody. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I think I've heard these called Cadillac problems, right? They're like good good problems to have and uh yeah. part of yeah. one of the blessings of once you start releasing and people take notice of you is they start to want to work with you. Yeah, definitely. And uh for me i don't know it sounds like you might be in the same boat it's hard to say no like if if resilient or who i don't know whoever comes to me and wants to do a collab ben rollo you can't say no you know these people that i really you can't say no right i can't um so you know i'm kind of in the same boat you know uh, liam and i were talking about doing something uh midnight moon asked if i wanted to do a collab and i'm starting to tell people like maybe <laughs> or like hit me up in like six months because yeah. I, uh, you mentioned Luciano and Pixis. I just finished a song with both nice. of them. I, I nice. this past week on um, Wednesday night, I couldn't sleep. And I was like, well, I have that Pixis and Luciano collab. And I think I managed <laughs> to finish them both that night. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's these are uh good problems you know i have a lot yeah, of i have definitely. a lot of collabs to get through but but that's a kind of a blessing so yeah i mean i've been telling uh, some of the guys to uh, just bear with me so that i can uh, work on the backlog because i'm working in the order that i got them as well mm. uh, i'm not going to pick one of them or a couple of them um, and work on them but i i need to uh, pay respect for uh, each of the producers and the most fair way of doing it is to do it in the in, in the order that you got them 
right uh, and um, and it's hard to uh, and i completely agree with you it's not easy to say no to these guys as well mm-hmm. i mean these guys are friends of us and they make exactly. amazing music right. uh, it's an opportunity that is going wasted if you don't say no as well. so it has to be done yeah yeah and, and and the thing with collabs and this is something i always stress to to new people as well is reach out to other new producers and and you can really lift each other up you know you can like ritual and i neither of us had released a tune right and we did venus fly that's one of the first songs i ever wrote and i and i think it turned out wonderfully and people still message me about that song um and like we were both very unsure at the time you know we were you know i i think ritual i don't know because i was like hey i'm gonna i might send this to marco you know and he was just like yeah he didn't i don't <laughs> think he even wanted me to send it um you know because it's sometimes I, we're our own worst critics where we're very self-critical yeah. right and and, and Most the, definitely. but the feedback we've gotten on that tune because and, and i remember me too i was like yeah well that was a fun experiment it was my first collab ever and maybe it won't get released and then villain was like i was i was pitching my first ep and drew villain said well what about venus fly and i was like what about it he's like this is a good track i mean obviously you want to send this too yeah um so again that's where that mentorship comes in and exactly and uh yeah doing collabs man it just you know uh, that was vill or that was uh rituals first release that was my first release oh no i had from the ashes but anyway you know it was we kind of came through at the same time we started together and we've both been able to grow um and i think yeah i just think you know to, to anyone who's starting out find other people especially people that haven't even released yet because that's yeah the, most definitely that's the thing that happened with with ritual and i and now you know we're both releasing all over the place so yeah yeah i mean he just did that wonderful song with polaris and uh yes yeah it's been getting a lot of attraction and it's a, yeah. it's a really nice track as well yeah so you know just uh, you can learn a lot from doing collabs. So I definitely think that's that's another good place to start when people are thinking about how yeah. do I start and how do I learn and 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 you can complement each other and you know you can you can grow together. Exactly. Um, exactly. So yeah. Do you want? Are you able to talk about? So <laughs> speaking of Polaris and Ritual, <laughs> are you talking about um, any of your your future future plans yet? <laughs> um, or are are um in terms of like a release schedule or uh, uh, no and in, in terms of um you know you you've talked about doing some traveling maybe um and and uh you know Polaris oh, and yeah, are in yeah, Toronto yeah. um yeah yes yes, yes. so that's in the works yeah, I don't I know, know if, if, you... it'll, if it'll work or not but trying um, I'm trying we we are trying I mean me and my wife both are trying uh, to see if it's possible to move to uh, somewhere else, maybe to Canada or something. So that's in the works, but we don't know where we'll land. But hopefully, hopefully, if that happens, yeah, yeah, it would be amazing. I, I, I'm just a little bit, uh, a little bit excited about that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you know, I hopefully it'll happen. The pandemic has made everything obviously so difficult, and Zoom and things are these wonderful platforms where we can connect. But getting to meet yeah. in person is is on a whole nother level, and most having, definitely 
having studio time because I, you know, I was talking to you about this recently and I came home and I told my wife, I'm like, you know, Irie might move to Toronto and we can drive up and see them and then they can drive down and see us and we have the same <laughs> wedding anniversary and I was just so excited. <laughs> so I, I'm, yeah. but, but COVID, the, 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 not only has made traveling very hard, but the whole visa process and everything, I'm sure. Exactly. Is, it's exactly. Very, very, very I, I feel uh, from the news that we've been getting this, this huge backlog in terms of like uh, the permanent residency. Mm -hmm. So we're trying our options. So we're looking at our options in terms of how to how to uh, how to get out there. But um, hopefully, yeah. So we, we, we started a process uh, in this month. So hopefully within another six to seven months, we'll see where we are. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, too I, soon, but hopefully we'll land yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I just I I, I uh, I'm holding my breath over here because <laughs> I'm uh, really 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 um, hoping that that you can make it over here and we can meet up in person someday. Most uh, definitely. Because and it's funny we're both in this bubble where I think I can relate to on some levels where like I've never met these people like johnny yeah. and grant over at gold fat or like whatever that you know drew villam or andre human nature or or resilient you know, you know christy we're like so far away from these people <laughs> yeah. and it's just like you know i've got my future symptoms if you're watching the video you know i've got them yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> it's just like i <clears throat> It, so I know it's real because I have the record, but on some <laughs> level it's not real, right? Yeah. Like I, I, because I've never, I've never met Tony Coleman on electricity. Yeah, I've never yeah. met. You know, I'm about to have a gold fat release. I've never met any of you in person. Yeah. Um, and I try to describe people, and I'm sure you have this experience too. It's like, oh, well, I'm releasing on these labels, and they're like, "How do you know these people? Or where are these?" Yeah. Labels? So and they're my like, parents, "Are you sure? Are you sure this parents, is like a real thing?" That's that's, that's my parents. <laughs> that's my parents basically. So when I tell them that that there's going to be a huge release or there's going to be a huge premiere, they always question, "Are these people real? <laughs> are they scamming you? <laughs> are they scamming you?" <laughs> Um, so yeah so i can totally relate <laughs> you know i just look forward to the day where we can finally meet in person and like put a face to the like an actual face you know and shake yeah. hands or hug or whatever man just like yeah. make that physical connection uh yes. because it's been so abstract for i think the two of us yeah um, and yeah. we are we are in different time zones as well i mean this this like uh, how many 20, 10 hours it's like what nine and a half there's a half hour yeah. in there it's 10 30 yeah, so a.m here right now it is 9 4 p.m so almost nine and a half yeah yeah it's yeah, 10 30 so yeah. yeah yeah that's 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 basically half a day <laughs> it's like magic <laughs> though day. man you know i i i keep telling my friends like like you know real world people that i work with and stuff i'm like dude i'm working with this guy in sri lanka like how i just think it's the coolest thing and like that's yeah. why I love drum and bass, man, because we have this worldwide community and we're like a family, exactly. even though we've never met in person. Um, exactly. So that being said, I just really look forward to the day that where we all get to meet and we all get to dance and DJ together. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. So I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I, my dad always says, though, if you want to make God laugh, make plans. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and, and COVID has been a good example of that, you know, I was supposed yeah. to play 
you know the gold fat event next month and, and yeah yeah and i just it, the cdc they have the uk at like the highest level possible of do not go to this country and i'm just like damn exactly it. like and zero t's playing at the event i'm like damn it yeah <laughs> i want to play <laughs> so. yeah and and, and nomin as well right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah oh well uh, it's not it's not a, a matter of if we're ever going to meet in person it's when right? when yeah it's yeah. only a matter exactly of well cool i think uh I think that just about does it. And uh, any other, I mean, I think we've covered pretty much anything. Anything you want to plug with releases, uh, any social media, anything like that you want to plug before we wrap up? Um, so we have uh, a collaboration that is going to hit on 28th uh, January. It's called Rain Tribe. And, and the reason why we uh, named Rain Tribe uh, was because of, of you guys. Uh, so so we, we decided we definitely want to incorporate the word tribe because obviously you uh, we have the word alpha tribe going on uh, as well uh, within within the whole community of uh, alpha rhythm and the podcast so uh, that is why we decided to name the track rain tribe so basically the track is dedicated to you guys so make sure to copy it up as well and uh, we have um, uh, exciting news which are which aren't yet allowed to speak about but you look you'll eventually see uh, what it is uh, so we're going to sit on that uh, for now but and then you've got the gold fat ep in may yeah. right yeah so that's dropping in may and um i have another ep which i'm which i'm kind of working um right now uh it's going to be pitched for a regional label um, oh cool yeah so so i'm really excited for that as well because because uh, it's it's probably one of the biggest regional labels we have um, based in China. Uh, if you're smart oh, enough, awesome. you would you would you would <laughs> if you're smart enough, you would <laughs> you would uh, know about it. So um, so so that is it being on the works as well. And in addition, there's a bunch of tracks that I've sent out to a few labels, which I'm waiting on. Which, uh, so hopefully we'll get to uh, see the daylights of, for those tracks as well. Any, so that's basically the plan. Do you have any scheduled focus Celsius influenza stuff? Or um, we sent two tracks. So me and Historia sent uh, two tracks to Marcus. So we're waiting for the awesome. feedback. That's yeah. good. Good to hear. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be released because he said he likes the tracks. Uh, he wants to release them, but we're still waiting on him to finalize a place where he wants to put them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's on the works as well. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to see if it's possible for me to go out and play a few events. Yes. Um, that's you... that's one of the key priorities for me this year, trying my very best to move out of Sri Lanka, maybe to uh, tour India um, or, or maybe China or something. Uh, I'm not at the correct place to tour to UK. It's going to cost me a lot, uh, but obviously there's chances out there if I go to UK, but but it's, it's a very costly um, endeavor uh, for me to fly from Sri Lanka to UK. Uh, so that would not happen uh, this year uh, unless I get like a big sponsor uh, offering me money here. You go and do your thing, which <laughs> is very, very, very skeptical uh, uh, if, if that would happen in Sri Lanka. But but hopefully trying to see if I can play live as much as much as I can. That's that's one of the priorities. Yep. Awesome. Well, you know, and I've said this before, but 
flights from Toronto to London are not that expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and you can fly direct, yeah. which, you know, yeah. uh, 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 if you're anything like me, flying direct, it's just, especially with COVID, it's so much nicer to have a direct flight. Yeah. When we flew yeah. back from Croatia, we had, I think, four flights. And it was oh. just like every country has different Night protocols. Now. And then my wife's name and my name are one letter apart <laughs> and they like mixed up our boarding passes because her name's Michaela, oh, my name's shit. Michael and it was just a mess oh. so when you only have one flight um it's easy yeah toronto to london it's a it's an easy easy flight so if we have a direct flight as well it's just that it costs yeah my flight that i just canceled <laughs> wasn't well fortunately yeah. wasn't that expensive very fortunately because they did not refund me <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so uh whoops yeah so yeah anyway. yeah awesome well i really look forward to what the future holds not only 2022 but and beyond you know there's there's a lot of uh a lot of promise and a lot of really 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 exciting stuff coming down coming down the pike for you so Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, I I have to apologize because I had some questions from patrons and from listeners that I didn't get to because um, we just got to talking and I don't want to go too long. So no, I, I wouldn't mind actually. <laughs> well, we I, I think we covered most question. of it. I, I I think we did a pretty good job of of covering everything. It was nice. Uh, it it was kind of the it, it kind of came up organically uh, throughout the conversation. Exactly. So. Exactly. And right after this, uh, I'll go ahead and plug this. We're recording a track breakdown for Rain Tribe. Yeah. yeah. So we, we need to uh, get that sorted as well. So we're going to hop on over to Ableton and nice. keep on recording, basically. <laughs> yeah. So the we'll, conversation never ends, basically, but, but for the podcast, it would. <laughs> it will end for the podcast, right? So thank you all once again. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Irie. It was such a pleasure. I, I'm so, so, so incredibly grateful to have met you and to consider you a friend. And I'm likewise. Just... Uh, the feeling is very, very mutual. And I hope, uh, hopefully, uh, there would be a chance for us to get together and share, uh, share studio sessions and basically make music and hang out and and yes. play and and enjoy life basically yeah go to hockey games because you you watch yeah. cricket and cricket's yeah. awful man cricket's terrible <laughs> it's like it's like baseball but worse i mean baseball is boring <laughs> but cricket it's just like the bowler and wickets i don't know what the hell they're doing in that game they're just running back and forth like what <laughs> yeah you should you should uh, watch t20 cricket not the test cricket yeah the t20 the, cricket is much more fast-paced and you you hit the ball out of the park all the time i always just make fun of i, I make fun <laughs> of soccer too because or well football yeah. whatever um yeah. i i just like to rag on people because uh because, i'm a huge basketball fan though i mean ah, I'm, a, I'm a huge up and, down, fan. up and down up and down up and down up and down i closely follow uh nba yeah, yeah. i uh I I played basketball, but anyway, that's another topic. But hockey, hockey forever, <laughs> hockey. You know, I, I, in hockey they don't fall over and cry when like someone like yeah. almost touches them. That's what I always say. That's the difference <laughs> between hockey and soccer because the rules are that's essentially really the true. same. Um, yeah. You know, you have five on five. You have go well six on six if you count the goalie, and you have offsides and everything. The main difference yeah. is you punch each other and get bloody. Whereas yeah. soccer, like if someone even like 
brushes your shoulder, you're probably going to lay in, on the ground and cry yeah. for 10 minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, I lost Michigan. 20 listeners right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, I kid. I played soccer yeah. too, though, or football. Um, so I, I, I do. Uh, and I've watched cricket. I just... And I know it's obviously huge in India. I, you know, I don't yeah. know about Sri Lanka, but it's it's very huge in the region. It's not yeah. an Indian thing; it's a region thing, to be honest. Right. right. So, which is which is cool. I mean, it it's really yeah. it's really. I I just like making fun of people. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> With that, we're gonna wrap things up and go start on our uh, track breakdown. Thanks again. Yeah. Peace out.